I am back. I'm the sound of air bubbles escaping from your joints when you crack your fingers, and this is Sound Surf. The majestic stone arches of a gallery in front of the Oyster Bar at the Grand Central Terminal in New York. An architectural art piece in a city that symbolizes the peak of urban civilization. If these walls could talk, they would probably complain about the hordes of tourists that take turns to stand in the corners of the columns and whisper at the wall. People whispering and screaming at walls is a sight that would probably not raise any eyebrows in New York if it wasn't for the regularity these people can be seen facing into a tight nook in the neoclassical architecture. The weirdest thing is they never do it alone. There is always someone else facing the opposite direction, standing at the other end of the structure, also sticking their face into a stone corner. The personnel of the oyster bar knows what's up. The arches and pillars at their front door form a whispering gallery. What sounds like an occult place of ritual and worship amounts to a phenomenon that appears at an interesting intersection between architecture and acoustics. See, the central station is a noisy place. But when someone stands underneath the arched roof of the gallery and whispers directly into the corner of one of the angled pillars, a person standing across the structure sticking their head into the opposite corner across from the whisperer, can understand every word as if the person stood directly next to them. Natural and man-made walls that talk can be found everywhere across the globe, and even in time periods that predate architecture itself. Your whispers are always broadcast from a specific point to another, whether you're whispering into a wall under the massive dome that crowns the mausoleum of King Muhammad Adil Shah in India, or trying to keep your voice down in the library of Scotland's Dollar Academy. There are places all over the globe, the walls of which will not keep your secrets. This might have even been used to communicate inconspicuously over large distances. Journalist Craig Childs wrote of the primal sense of awe he felt when talking into a rounded indentation in a rock wall of the southern Utah desert. Ancient pictures have been painted into these enclosures and Childs tells of having quiet conversation across hundreds of meters through these canyons. The people that first lived in these lands must have known about the strange properties of these concave sound reflectors and denoted their significance with art. Researcher James Farmer wrote that these art pieces depict thunderstorms and a rock wall that seems to emit the sound of thunder or falling rocks does seem cooler if you paint a picture of an electrical storm cloud on it, and ancient man seems to have known this. Ever since then, 
Man was fascinated with the way sound interacts with the surfaces he used to construct shelter, places of worship, or clam restaurants. Modern man, Eng English man, used a similar concave stone dish design in the early 20th century to catch the sound waves of approaching German bombers and mount a defense against the fascists before it was too late. The round cement structure formed a so-called acoustic mirror that focused the low humming sound of hostile engines onto a microphone. This technology actually became obsolete during the mirror's construction as the invention of radar led to the cancellation of the project. Some of those strange-looking cement dishes, however, can still be seen today guarding the coast of the UK, like ancient protectors no longer on duty. Sound bouncing off of structures, natural or man-made, has led to many cultural phenomena, and we have many ways to make walls talk. We have talked about whispers traveling between two opposing parabolic sound mirrors, but there are also elliptical rooms that focus sound symmetrically to the points of their elliptical walls. Edward Boyd, a naval officer, wrote in 1824 of a confessional positioned in such an acoustic focal point in a cathedral in Sicily. In the Cathedral of Gurgente in Sicily, the slightest whisper is borne with perfect distinctness from the great western door to the cornice behind the high altar, a distance of 250 feet. Secrets never intended for the public ear thus became known, to the dismay of the confessors and the scandal of the people. The cathedral walls just went ahead and broadcasted the whispered confessions of the faithful across the church walls toward a specific spot on the other end of the ancient building. Mr. Boyd tells of a man that learned of his wife cheating on him by simply being at the opposite end of the church at the time of his wife's confession. I don't got to tell you that the tea that was thusly spilled was too hot to handle and led to the removal of said strange confessional in this strange cathedral. Most whispering galleries seem to feature curved surfaces that either let sound waves glide across to the opposite end, like if you threw a skateboard into a halfpipe, or the parabolic surfaces focus the sound to a specific spot, like a concave mirror focusing light. But sound waves can also catch on a flat surface and roll along it. A phenomenon which Lord, Lord Rayleigh proved mathematically in 1885 and which later on was proven experimentally and the dome that sits on London's St. Paul's Cathedral. And fun fact, these Rayleigh waves are the reason why earthquakes are in fact not fun. The waves of a human voice dissipate in the air around the walls that are carrying them. 
The very high frequencies of a whisper, however, have a short wavelength. They cling close to the walls and can be carried far across ceilings, pillars, arches, and walls. An acoustic phenomenon known by all is the echo, a work of physics that Trevor Cox wrote a lot about in his book that is aptly titled The Sound Book. I mean, this dude must have known that he had just written the book on sound when coming up with this title. Read it if you want to find out why you can't hear the echo of a duck's quack. Not only did Cox teach me a lot about so sound... Did I gotta say his, his first name, don't I? Not only did the sound book teach me a lot about sound and whispering galleries, but also uh, Trevor Cox recounts partaking in a local French tradition. He noticed a chateau wall that responded with a distinct monosyllabic echo, an echo that is one syllable long. So he recited a popular and old piece of echo poetry. La femme de Chinon sont fidèles? Oui, la femme de Chinon. La femme de Chinon sont fidèles? Oui, la femme de Chinon. No. This translates to Are the women of Chinon faithful? And the echo asks back them. And you ask, Yes, the women of Chinon. And the echo answers, No. And a variation of this simple yet kind of fascinating echo poetry is pretty much present everywhere where there's walls that sound can bounce off from. I have heard many German variations of this and Trevor Cox also found another one in Wonders of Acoustics by Rodolfo Rodolfi? Rodolfe, Rodolfe Radau? Jean-Jacques Rodolphe Radau, born 21st December 1911 in Paris, German-French astronomer, and they named a crater on Mars after him. Quote, Cardon tells a story of a man who, wishing to cross a river, could not find the ford. In this disappointment, he heaved a sigh. Oh! oh. He thought himself no longer alone and began the following dialogue. Hence, Onde devor passar? Pass. Here? Qui? Here. However, seeing he had a dangerous whirlpool to pass, he asked again. Devo passar qui? Pass here. Pass here. You know what happened next. The man was frightened and returned home safely because he thought some demon wanted to lure him in the water. What? That's entirely reasonable. What's this guy doing in a folktale? Where I'm from, the dude would have been yeeted into the maelstrom and the story would have ended with a little goblin named Hinkapunk who lives at the bottom of the river eating his fingers and teeth. That's it. Thank you, as always, for listening to SoundSurf and sorry for the long wait. I'll try to get back into the old production schedule and I'll talk to you guys in like maybe two weeks-ish. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and always keep your scales moist while I'm not transmitting words into your ear holes. Gear grind out.
I guess the rest of us should pay our respects. Yeah, well, between you and me, I still can't stand him. 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 I don't care about these church jerks. Church jerks. Church jerks. Homer, your behavior is heinous. Anus, 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 anus.